What do you want to be when you grow up? What are your dreams? How many times are we asked this when we're young? The answer is always. We are always asked this question. What do you want to do? What is your dream? But most of us don't know. So we make it up. We say, oh, we want to be firemen and fairies. Or we say what we think other people want us to be. We base our dreams off of what other people have done and not necessarily what we want to be doing. When I was four years old, my mom tells me that I came to her and said, what is my talent? And my mom loves telling the story. She thinks it's so cute and so funny. And I get it. But it was always curious to me. Why would a four-year-old even think, what should I be doing? When I was 19, I moved to New York. I had no college degree and wasn't even thinking about going to college at the time. So I needed to come up with something, something interesting, possibly fabulous that I could do in New York City. I needed a job. I was sitting with some friends and we were discussing things I could do or things I would like. And someone asked me, what do you like? And so I said what I was into at the time, which was makeup and clothing. And she said, well, pick one. And so makeup it was. And even though it took all of 15 seconds, maybe 15 minutes to choose what I wanted to do, all of a sudden that became my dream, my focus. Anyone asked, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to do makeup. Now granted, I loved makeup and I did it all the time when I was younger. But until that conversation, it was never my dream. But lucky me, I had a friend who was in the makeup industry. She was 10 years my senior and doing pretty well. So I kind of followed her path. And I started out doing crappy jobs and little things that would get me to the next level. I worked hard for little pay. I did all the right things. And I started to build. I started to build in my work, in my name. And it was great for a while. I loved it. I loved working on the magazines. I loved working on the commercials. My favorite was Runway Fashion Week. Oh, I absolutely love Fashion Week. All the shows and the different artists. It was like a culmination of all the people from New York and around the world coming to this one spot for one whole week. And I got to be a part of it. It was extremely exciting. But as I kept growing, I realized getting to the next level of where I really needed to be was much harder than I thought. And I could never seem to get there. I just couldn't. I tried and I really tried hard, but it just didn't happen for me. And so I had my son Cole, my firstborn, and realized I think I need to change. I can't be doing 15 hour a day jobs for little pay, pumping breast milk like a cow in a bathroom because there's nowhere else to do it. So I took a breather for about 10 months and kind of reevaluated. And then I came back and decided, okay, I still like makeup. Still going to do it, but I need to do it in a different way. And I discovered Instagram at that time, and I loved it. It let me connect with people, with my clients, with others. So I started doing my makeup tutorials, tips and tricks for the everyday woman who has all of probably five to ten minutes, if we're being honest, to do makeup. And including that I started my makeup meditation. Insights about things I've learned during the week that I like to share while I'm doing my makeup. And what I realized was that Connecting to people was what I really loved, and makeup was the means to get there. That's what makes me fulfilled. And then I understood that is my actual talent, connecting to others. Unfortunately, connecting to others is not a job. Maybe one day it will be, and that would be amazing. But it really does make me happy, and it makes me fulfilled. And so I wanted to go in that pathway. And luckily, I pretty much have a master's in connecting. I grew up one of 12 siblings. Yes, 12, I'm lucky number nine. My dad was a rabbi and my parents were leaders in the community. And every Friday night we had 60 strangers come to our home for Shabbat dinner. So, yep, I would say I had a master's. And so in this podcast, 
I will be speaking about dreams that are not panning out and you need to detour to make a living or become successful or even just to be fulfilled. Whether you're still under the umbrella of your original dream, like me, or have detoured onto a new path completely, we need to start connecting better. We need to not feel alone in this world. And we need to talk about our struggles with work. There's such a pressure to be successful that we put up a front that we are. And if we're not successful, we feel there's no one to talk to about it. And so here I wanna talk about what happens when you're struggling and you need to detour. What does it look like? How do we do it? How do we connect with people who are also doing it? And what can success look like from that side? Most people in podcasts like to share quotes. I thought it was a good idea, so I'm gonna share one right here. Scott Adams says, people are passionate about what they are successful at. Let's talk to people who are successful, even if that came after grieving their original dream. And so join me. Join me on this journey to explore what life looks like when you take a dream detour. Dream detour. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot my headphones. Oh, this is fun.